0: Rekindle passion. I help them heal from crises such as infidelity. I help individuals heal from trauma, and I help individuals who have been in a pattern of, of, of toxic relationships or non-nurturing relationships find their way to attract healthier relationships. So that's what I spend most of my time doing when I'm working, but I also spend some time taking care of me. You learning to take care of you Want to improve your relationship? Try self-compassion first. So, we don't usually think of it that way, but the better we treat ourselves, the better we treat our partner. It's that simple. And many people, the last person, for most of us, research shows this, actually they've done research on this, that people are way more compassionate towards others than they are towards themselves. But typically in one's intimate relationship, there really is a a parallel between how much self-compassion we uh, allow ourselves to have and how much compassion we have for our partner. They are relatively parallel. So that's why it's important to to have self-compassion. Self-compassion is about being caring towards yourself because you need it, not because you deserve it. We all just need it just like we need food and water we need self compassion self compassion uh, is is really about being kind and gentle towards ourselves it's about giving ourselves attention giving our bodies attention giving our souls attention giving our mind attention one of the things that i have found especially in terms of relationship health is that we need to become aware of how much we obey a voice in our head, which I call and others call the inner critic. We want to be aware of that inner critic and recognize that we have obeyed that inner critic without challenging. So by being aware of that inner critic, we can now learn to choose to mm-hmm. listen to a kinder voice, more accepting toward yourself. So for example, well, well, I'll talk about this in a little bit, if my wife complains to me about me and I am just listening to my inner critic, I'm going to act, she's going to actually mirror that part of me that's hard on me. And once she does that and I'm unaware of it, I will not be a good listener, there is no way. I will get defensive, I will fight, I will flight, I'll do something, but I surely won't do anything that will help the relationship. So it's very important to become aware of that inner critic and to replace it with words such as, may I just accept myself as I am, even if I said something that was hurtful. So this way, I can now tune into her. So that's number one, is be aware of your inner critic and that you can choose to listen to a kinder voice inside of you. And it's a voice that needs to be cultivated for many of us. Number two, Notice any tension in your body that's resulting from this automatic obeying of this inner critic and realizing that it's your inner critics way of measuring your worth and that inner critic is not correct It's not the voice you should be listening to so just notice that tension Number three is once you notice that tension practice softening softening those muscles those tense muscles Relax, you want to work with your body. This is very self-compassionate. But you realize what I'm saying is, this is all about mindfulness, about being aware of what's going on inside your mind and also what's going on inside your body. It's very important to choose to become aware. Number four, take some relaxation breaths to calm down and give yourself time to break away from the rule of that inner critic. So here's what happens. The inner critic says its thing, you're not good, you're a failure, what's wrong with you, and whatever else, and your muscles tighten and tense, and your breathing changes to one of being threatened. So when you take a relaxation breath, which is really basically breathing in pause exhale all the way out. Pause, that's a relaxation breath. And the breathing in is expanding your diaphragm, not your chest, right, but into your diaphragm, breathing deeply in, and then exhaling all the way out, and doing that several times, and that's also a very self-compassionate thing to do. Fifth thing, and last thing for now, is focus on your heart area, and open it up. Be aware of how you might be closing it. Open it up, because you want to open it up as if you are receiving love from the universe, or whatever entity you want to receive it from. But open up, you want to be a receiver of love. Basically do whatever you need to do to create this feeling of kindness towards yourself like you're cared about. So if you do that even when your partner is complaining about you, or giving you some negative feedback, Rather than focusing on your feelings of inadequacy, your shame or defensiveness, you could tune in to what your partner is going through. Like I was saying before, you could stay focused on your partner's inner experience and emotions. What happens then? Your partner will sense this presence and will feel it, he will sense this attentiveness from you, and your partner most of the time will actually soften. Now there's this feeling of closeness and connection uh, that had been missing in the previous defensive dialogues because you were listening to the inner critic and you were not being mindful. You were not softening. You were not taking your relaxation breaths. So you will feel successful there. And then you, have, you feel good about yourself. But you're successful not because you weren't okay and now you are. You're successful because you were kind to yourself which gave you the room and the attention, the ability to have attention to what's going on with your partner and, and of course what it does is it, it increases your listening it deepens your connection and it actually also increases the ability to have effective problem resolution so this is what you could do self-esteem is great you get that when you're doing something well but self-compassion may be even better it's something you do when you are not quote unquote succeeding, or when there is a complaint, you're there for you. You meet yourself in your pain and you soften so that now you're freed up to take care of you so you don't need to be defensive and now there's room to focus on the other person. So that's so, so important. And I would encourage you to practice self-compassion with the mind by finding kind words and with the body softening and breathing and with the spirit, allowing yourself, accepting yourself at the deepest realms of who you are, not expecting perfectionism. So it makes room for you to be present, not just for you, but for the other person. Now, uh, I would highly encourage you to uh, to, to click on this link. It's a downloadable 10-minute self-care, self-compassion meditation experience for you. And I would do that, and I would listen to it often. It's yours for free. Go for it. Enjoy. Have a self-compassionate and compassionate day. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want. And for back episodes of the show.